Welcome to the Stephen Knight Show. Hope you're having a great Monday. We're going to try our best to make it good for you, even better. Uh, tonight, we have a show dedicated to hot topics, everything everyone's talking about. Of course, we have to talk about the murder of Tyree Nichols. He was the 29-year-old black man that was pulled over by police officers in uh, Memphis, allegedly reckless driving. Uh, three days later, he was he was killed. I mean, he died of his, um, his uh, bruises and everything that happened from that stop. We go into detail about that and what's happened since uh, the video was released on Friday. Then we go off on a more positive note with high topics. Uh, we talk about uh, Michael B. Jordan making his debut on Saturday Night Live. He makes a joke about his breakup from Lori Harvey. And then Good Morning America, TJ Holmes and Amy Robach, they are officially done. ABC News, find out what they are saying after the uh, mediation that took place last Thursday. Then we have two situations with schools where um, one woman, she is 29 years old. She poses as a 15 year old is able to enroll in school there for uh, four days before her, she's her cover is blown. And then there's a cafeteria, a high school worker who was arrested for selling edibles from the cafeteria. We're going to talk about all that. One of my drove over social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and of course our official website, thestephenisshow.com. If you'd rather watch us, go to our YouTube channel, The Stephen I Show. When we come back, the question of the day and hot topics right back after this. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, balance out and she from overseas Valentine no lingo when she talk to me And she drippy Gucci on her feet Yeah, she show me love when she comforts me Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, she active I hit it, I smash it That thing fantastic, you know Am I fast with 200 on dash and wall Yeah, we going dumb, so you know she from with us oh, yeah. Hope you don't got a man I'm a fan girl Ooh, love that shit Love that shit Ooh, love that shit Love that shit Ooh, love that shit you do Love that shit you do Yeah, you know Yeah, love that shit you do Yeah Most anticipated, yeah She on purchase, we on Zanny getting faded, yeah Still right on my mission, yeah That's how I'm working to them beds Turn your bitch into a fan, yeah Don't forget I'm trippy, yeah Stay for the weekend and she might Pull up in a race, but I can't 
face of the white Just wanna put a song 
This is Miss Robbie from Welcome to Sweetie Pies, and you're listening to The Stephen Knight Show. Welcome back to the Stephen Knight Show. I want to thank you for joining us tonight. We have a show full of hot topics, Everyone, everything everyone's talking about, even uh, the murder of Tyree Nichols. We definitely have to touch on that, um, just so much evolving in that story. But I want to remind you all over social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and of course, our official website, thestephenightshow.com, which recently got a facelift. Um, if you rather watch it, go to our YouTube channel, The Stephen Knight Show. All right, so this is our season 13, second show of season 13. So we're excited to be back. Um, family, y'all doing good? How y'all feeling? Everybody's good, I guess. <laughs> Everybody was kind of quiet. Y'all sure y'all good? <laughs> well, listen, our question of the day is, what is something you have a love-hate relationship with? I'll ask you first, Lanier. Love-hate relationship? Can you come back to me? Because I can't. Yep. <laughs> we'll come back to you. Uh, what about you, TK? Um, I would say washing dishes by hand. Mm. Like, I hate doing it, but I love the result after. Like, I love the cleanliness after, but I hate doing yeah. it. Yeah. Does that right. work? <laughs> what about you, Naya? Trashy, trashy social sites, world star hip hop. Oh yeah, I yeah. got a love hate relationship with it. I, I I hate it, but I love it, man. But I hate it, you know. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Terrible site. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what about you, Olivia? Thought about it. My hair. Yeah, yeah. My hair. I have a love. Chike knows. I have a love hate <laughs> relationship with my hair. Yeah. Mm hmm. You know, I, I couldn't think of anything until Naya just said the sites. I guess mine would be TikTok. Mind you, I've had a TikTok account forever, but I've never never used it. And then I would use it here and there, but I would always get off. And now I'm <laughs> literally obsessed with it. So I have to take like the decoil before I go to sleep at night so I can get a good night's sleep. I'll let her fall, literally be in the bed, fall asleep with, <laughs> with the phone in my hand, watching these TikTok. Because you can go down a rabbit hole. I'll say to myself, I have 30 minutes tonight. I'd be like, okay, I can do 45. I mean, literally. <laughs> literally. But some of, the, some of the things people said, they said they have a love hate relationship with people. Someone said them damn 49ers. Someone said gambling. Someone said church members. Someone said food and people. Someone said dating, going to work, their husband, people, Jeez. French fries, <laughs> cardio, work, my kids. Oh man! Exercise, weed edibles. I feel, I, I feel the people one though too. That's the you know, yeah, missing throat. You know what I mean? Like I feel that as well. The love like relationship with people. I don't like people, but I love y'all. See, someone, right. someone said my question of the day, <laughs> but they said they were just joking. Who said someone, that? Elizabeth Patterson, who I went to elementary school with. Um, <laughs> Someone said scones and someone said Nutella. But mm. um, but yeah. Oh well, tweet goodness. us at home and let us know what is something you have a love-hate relationship. Well, it's a good thing they didn't say the Stephen Knight show. They didn't right. say none of that. And then we got blocked. <laughs> <laughs> and then we would have to talk about you. All right, right, right. <laughs> well, listen, I, before we went, we went on the air, I was telling them I was having a mocktail because um, a lot of people participate in dry January. 
um, right after New Year, and that's when you don't drink for the month of January. Uh, I did okay. it the first time last year, um, and literally, I'm the kind of person if, like, say, if I'm going on a, you know, eating regimen or a workout program, I'm the kind of person start Monday. I'm doing this, you know, what I mean, like, I have to have a starting point. But with Dry January last year, it was literally like, oh, it starts tomorrow. Okay, I'm gonna do it tomorrow, you know. And I did it, um, but I really didn't go out do anything. So this year. I did it. I went to parties. I went to sports bars. My boss said, you love, you are, you love punishment, huh? <laughs> I went to sports bars. I went to, um, you know, just different social things, you know? And so when people were drinking, I had my mocktail, but I did have several friends that did it with me. So that made it a little easier. One of my friends looked depressed every time we were out. <laughs> and I heard him, I heard him tell this girl, February 1st, and get here fast enough. <laughs> but anyway, so it's honor of uh, Dry Day where I'm having my mocktail, which is tart cherry juice and a splash of ginger ale and ice. <laughs> That's what I'm having. Because it ends on February, but, you know, February 1st on Wednesday. But, I'm, you know, the, the thing is not to dive back in. It's to kind of wean back in. To jump you know? into a whole bottle of something come midnight. No, no I can't do that. I can't do it. But, um. Uh, Lania, I don't know if you remember last year when you mentioned you were coming to Atlanta and I told you I was doing dry January and you said, well, when is it over? Did you end up coming afterwards? <laughs> I ain't coming in January. All the party you be doing, you ain't going to be trying to have me dry in January and you be doing all this other partying and drinking and stuff and fraternizing. Absolutely not, sir. <laughs> well, it's funny because I had a, a doctor's appointment recently and, you know, the nurse was doing all my vitals. She said, um, I was talking about dry January. She said, why would you want to do that? <laughs> the nurse said, <laughs> but anyway, that's my little thing. Now you were asking about dry January. What are your thoughts on it? Nah, I think it's wonderful. I think it's wonderful. It's good. It's good to do things, you know, where you can give yourself a break physically and otherwise, especially when yeah. it comes to what we're putting in. So you take a right. break from liquor. Cool. Take a break from certain foods. I think that's that's an important thing. It, it kind of goes hand in hand with my lifestyle as a raw foodist. Uh, you know, I give myself these these graces too. On Fridays, I'm drinking coffee. You know, on holidays, I'm eating whatever, and I mean whatever yeah. I want. You know, and, yeah. and then I build other I build other milestones as well, so that. Right. You know, so that I, I I stay inspired and motivated. And again, this is not for me to be some social media guru around raw living. It's for me trying to get healthier and better. So I, I do right. it as a lifestyle and I have to make it attractive for me. You know, and I think that's exactly. a good thing. Yeah, no. More power to you for that. But uh, but yeah, like you said, yeah, it's, it's, yeah. it's for you. It's for you. It's for you. Correct. People can be crazy. You know what? You know, but yeah, you have to do it. What can make you feel better, be healthier, things like that. So especially after the holidays, you know, there's a lot of parties and celebrations. So it's kind of just a reset for the new year. Yeah. All right. Well, let's get into the hot topics. Um, Tyree Nichols, he was a 29-year-old black man who was pulled over by police for allegedly reckless driving. According to his mother, he was only two minutes away from his home when he was pulled over. Now, this is what we knew initially. Officials said that Memphis police officers approached Nichols, who ran away. Attorney for Nichols' family said that body camera footage of the incident shows that Nichols did not originally run away um, when he was approached by the officers. Uh, Nichols told the police officer that he was just trying to get home from FedEx, where he worked, and he yelled for his mother three times towards the end of the video. The body camera footage 
had not been publicly released at that point. Now, um, officers say that they pursued Nichols after he ran and apprehended him. Uh, then they said he complained of shortness of breath where they transferred him by ambulance to the Memphis uh, St. Francis Hospital in, in critical condition, according to police. Due to Nichols' condition, the Shelby County District Attorney's Office was contacted by the TBI special agents where subsequently requested to conduct a use of force investigation according to TB TBI. And that's because um, his mother and stepfather complained of how badly he looked in the hospital. He was really beaten up. That's what we knew at that point. So here's a little bit of a timeline. January 10th, um, he died three days, three days after the incident. He was detained by Memphis police. On the 18th, the federal engagement began, investigation began, excuse me, Kevin G. Ritz, U.S. Attorney, State's Attorney, uh, uh, excuse me, United States Attorney uh, for the Western District of Tennessee announced that the FBI and DOG were investigating the incident. January 20th, they fired the first Black uh, police officers, all five of them, to Darius uh, Bean, Demetrius Haley, Emmett Martin III, Desmond Mills Jr., and Justin Smith. Again, they were all Black. Um, they were fired. Then on the 23rd, the family was shown the footage and um, they described it as appalling, deplorable, heinous, uh, heinous, excuse me, violent and troublesome on every level. And this is according to their attorney, Ben Crump. Um, they said what he was in, what was in the video was a defenseless, he was defense, defenseless the entire time. This is according to another attorney who worked with the family. He was a human uh, pinata for those police officers. It was un unadulterated, unbashful, nonstop beating of a young boy for three minutes. All right, so on the 26th, that's when they determined they were gonna release the body cam to all of us. No, I'm sorry, that's when the body cam was, um, independent autopsy was released, I'm sorry, just before the body cam. A grand jury indicted five officers involved in Nicholas incident. They have, um, it's been charged with murder, and are in custody. They have been charged with second degree murder, abrogate, say it for me. Abrogated, abrogated, I can't say Aggravated, aggravated. Aggravated assault uh -huh. and kidnapping, um, resulting in bodily injury, abrogated kidnapping, involving in possession of weapon, official misconduct uh, through unauthorized exercise of power, et cetera. Now, independent autopsy completed by a forensic pathologist um, hired by the family's attorneys found that Nicholas suffered from extensive uh, bleeding caused by severe beating. All right, so January 27th, this past Friday, the body camera, uh, camera footage was released. Memphis officials released the footage of Nicholas' confrontation with police. Four videos were shared with the city of Memphis or by the city of Memphis. Memphis, the uh, city shared footage of three body-worn cameras as well as a poll camera uh, counting for uh, 67 minutes total. The videos included warning, footage contains graphic content and language. Some may be fine offensive, uh, viewer discretion is advised. One clip is city surveillance video which shows Nicholas being hit, kicked, and punched by several of the officers, including the use of a baton. Another uh, clip is a body camera that shows officers beating him. Another clip highlights audio in which Nicholas can be heard yelling for his mom several times. Um, the clip captures Nicholas slumped over to the ground next to a vehicle. 
uh, President Joe Biden released a statement. He said, like so many, I was outraged and deeply pained to see the hor horrific video of the beating that resulted in Tyree Nicholas' death. Uh, it is yet another painful reminder of the profound fear and trauma, the pain and exhaustion that Black and Brown Americans experience every single day. Now, since then, two more uh, officers were arrested because there was a, um, on the first video, there was a Caucasian officer who had a taser. And he was, uh, he, when Tyree ran off the first time, um, he shot his taser, missed him. And he was caught saying, I hope they stop him. But they were saying the reason why it was probably a delay in his arrest, he hadn't been charged, or not arrest, I'm sorry, him being um, fired. They said a delay is because he never went to the second location where the beatings happened. But there was, he and another officer, they were both, um, they'd been fired, um, but they hadn't been charged yet. And then three EMTs who um, came to the scene, they have been fired and there could be charges. The uh, sheriff, um, the chief of the police in Memphis said that, um, you know, typically when they release body cam and make arrests, it um, takes months to do this kind of thing. But they want to be transparent with um, the public. So that's why they did it swiftly. And so you can expect to see additional arrests and charges um, at this time. But all five of the initial police officers have bonded out there. Um, they're waiting for trial. So um, I'll start with you, Chike. I know they were telling people, don't watch the footage if, if you don't feel like you can handle it. Um, you know, protect your mental health. Did you watch the footage? And what were your thoughts just in all the, everything about this case? So I did not watch the footage. Uh, I will not watch the footage. Um, there were some elements I, well, not some elements. The The fact that his family wanted to release the photo of how he looked in the hospital was very remembrance of Emmett Till. And mm -hmm. Emmett Till still bothers me. And I wasn't even alive then. Mm -hmm. And that story, his mother's story, what happened to Emmett Till, like that whole story just haunts me. And I just, I, that's something I just can't get past. It makes me sad every time I hear it. And this was reminiscent of that for me. So I just chose not to watch. Um, I'm glad things are changing and that the um, reaction to it is swifter, but it really, really broke me in half to see that those gentlemen were black. It really broke me in half. And I don't know where I am right now. Yeah. And I, that was the biggest thing. Um, a lot of the news shows and um, pundits have been talking about the fact that they were black officers, you know, the initial five that are arrested and predominantly the officers that did respond. Um, and so what Ben Crump and a lot of the attorneys are saying is, it's not necessarily about the race of the officer. It's more about the race of the person they're arresting or they're seeking to arrest. For some reason, you know, black men, I saw, I saw this, um, he was a former, um, someone in the, in the police um, realm, he was saying that black and brown people are seen as less than, and it's systemic, and that's where the root of it. What were your thoughts, you know, Chica just spoken, what were your thoughts when you saw that the most of these police officers were black, 
And this is how they brutalized another black man. So they're black. The first thing that came across my mind was that this is not, it's still a product of the system. It's still a product of the systematic oppression that black people are under, whether they're police officers or otherwise. Yes, those men were black, but it's they're a product of what we're all going through as black and brown men and women here in America. And they are still a minority. Even those five are still a minority compared to all the other killings, beatings, et cetera, that take place at the hands of police officers who are typically white or Asian. Mm -hmm. um, this is just a fact. So of course they would polarize these black individuals so that they have a narrative. Um, but we all know the truth, no matter, you can put it up in front of us, you know, a hundred thousand million times, we already know what the truth is. They're a product of this system. Um, it did, like Chica, it, it, it still stings, it still breaks my heart. Um, they're full of rage. Mm -hmm. These black police officers are full of rage for a particular reason. Um, so it's still heartbreaking. And condolences to, sympathies and condolences to Tyree his his child and his yes. family can i can i add something to that it's something allegedly so allegedly one of the gentlemen um knew of him through his baby's mother and they worked at the same place and he actually wound up having a relationship with that officer's baby's mother so there was some yeah. type of grudge there allegedly yeah allegedly yeah they were saying that um, Linnea, so this is a special task force called Scorpion, which um, apparently Memphis had, their crime rate had significantly increased um, from murders to carjacking to et cetera. And so they put together this task force, which they have similar throughout the country, even here in Atlanta, Georgia. And, but these men had only been on the, on the, in the police uh, department for five years, six years. So they didn't think they were even skilled enough to be in such a task force. They um, initially pulled him over because they said he was reckless driving, but the cameras all around say that there's no reason why he should have been pulled over. They're typically in unmarked cars. Um, and just how aggressive they were towards him. Um, what are your thoughts about this task force? Now has been disbanded, um, but someone said it's kind of like, you said they're talking about the police chief. They're saying that's kind of like setting your house on fire, and then you get credit for uh, for for letting it out. Um, what are your thoughts on on all that? Um, first and foremost, um, condolences to his family. Mm -hmm. um, secondly, psychological um, evaluation, psychological counseling should be mandatory mm -hmm. uh, for even becoming a police officer. Mm -hmm. um, because these people see things um, that some of us won't see in a lifetime in the capacity that they see it. Right. And you just can't leave that at the job. The same way a serviceman can can't come back home 
from for fighting for this country and be okay. Mm-hmm. You need to be um, fully vetted. Yeah. And 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 taken care of and and evaluated in these situations. And I'm gonna say this: I know we we people don't oh not I'm not gonna say we people don't always want to hear oh it's not a it's not a black or white thing. But I'm gonna say this: it's amazing how swift it was with these black officers. Swift from when it happened to up into the swift, everything is just, just on the money. Oh, we mm-hmm. want to be transparent, bah, 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 bah. But when it's, you know, white officers and of and other officers, um, you know, there's no swiftness. There's there's secrecy. You don't want they don't want the public to know who the officers are. You know, they're kept under wraps, they're protected, you know, there's like this cloak um surrounding them you know until until they have to give the public something relating mm-hmm. to a situation mm-hmm. um like Chike mentioned you know the picture is definitely reminiscent of Emmett Till but the actual beating is reminiscent of Rodney King Rodney King yeah um yeah so you know it, it those are two elements that will well have have and will forever have an impact on our our mm. culture and our race um relating to you know especially our black men and how they are you know just demonized and dehumanized and just you know and and you don't know where that comes from um but like Nair said they are a part of a system and in that system, none of that other stuff matters. Mm-hmm. Now, would you have beaten a white man like that? I highly seriously doubt it. Yep. And if you did, yep. this wouldn't be, because is it manslaughter that they're being charged with? Second um, degree murder. Second degree murder. This would probably be a capital case if it was a white person. Um. Yeah, like completely. So I and I and for you know not to render aid, and then the EMTs and their lieutenant, you know, coming out and there was no. You see, they done beat the bejesus out of this man, mm-hmm. and no one, no one all thought to you know render him some help, and mm-hmm. you know even if I of course I don't want to see the video, I just seen snapshots and some of the the um the excerpts. In regards to you know them like yeah I was giving him the haymaker and I was doing yeah, this yeah, yeah like it was like you just you just you and your boys just got finished y'all y'all just right. like, fight or something like mm-hmm. that's that's how it came off you know what I mean just in the excerpts and when you see the still shots of of the pictures from the video so you know it, Memphis is already a hot spot. Mm-hmm. because memphis has a lot of murders yeah um, like they're like a i don't want to say i hate to say it, but like a mini like chicago like memphis is like number one on first 48 mm-hmm. they're always in memphis yeah so it's it's crazy but 
Here we go again. Yeah, Here I agree. I did watch the video. Um, I'm the kind of person I, I have to see something. But I will say this just innate in me. Anytime I get bad news or something like that happens, I automatically shut down. I get tired. And so when I, you know, I was watching CNN, they watched the first video. As it went to the second video, I started getting tired. I fell asleep and I came back on when the commentators started talking about the video. And so um, um, there's so much about this. It was traumatizing to see it. Don Lemon said it best. He said it was not like these officers. They were like they were shooting the breeze, talking about anything while this guy's laying by the car, handcuffed. They're giving him instructions to show his hands. Meanwhile, his hands are, are apprehended. He's behind his back. Um, they're telling him to lay down. He's already on the ground. Um, when he first, when they first pull him over, you know, he was like, well, what did I do? And they're not telling him what he did. They're yelling at him, cussing at him. Um, and he said, well, you know, I'm just trying to get home. Y'all doing a lot right now. You know what I mean? And they just had no regard for him. And even the fact when his body was, they were they were saying things. I don't know if they, they, they knew they were being filmed because they knew they had, you have to turn your body cam on and their cameras around, but they were saying stuff like, he must be on drugs. He's, you know, um, he tried to grab my gun. They were saying stuff like- that's trying to lay the foundation for exactly, them. exactly. So they can have, so they can and have you didn't see any of that. You didn't see it, but I'm telling you, it was really the street cameras that showed. It showed the beatings. It showed them punching, kicking. I will, I will say this, Stephen. I will say this. After I heard that part about it, I would want someone to push for murder one. Well, you know, a lot of times when they do that, they they can. I think they can upgrade the charge. Um, but to, to get it, um, the initial I guess charges. the initial charge, that's why they don't go as high as they can, from what I understand. Um, mm -hmm. But it was just the way they were talking. It, it wasn't any professionalism. And they were saying even in a special task, task force, but even outside of that, they're supposed to have some kind of supervisor on the grounds to say, OK, enough is done. Let's call that white shirt. They didn't have it. And even um, we, you talked about the how swiftly they arrested the black officers. You know, I didn't even realize there was a white officer there. I saw a hand, but I thought he had a white glove on. The taser, I thought it was a white glove. It wasn't until I heard Pastor Jamal Bryant preaching and he was saying, you know, I think it's great they arrested these black officers. They should have been arrested. But where is the white guy that had the taser? And then I was like, oh, there was a white guy. And then, then I started seeing... I started seeing his information go around, circle around the blogs, and then, then they announced that he had been arrested. But mm. it's 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 it was a sad case, you know. We have a video on our Instagram page where we show his love for skateboarding, his love for life. You know, look at that video. I said, now I saw you posted something that was great. Just showed who the person was. You know how well-spoken and just what he talked about you know there's another video we posted about just him talking about life you know what i mean this was not the person that they try to portray when they arrest people like this they don't show who they were they show the incident and and i think they're, it's a, they're never going to humanize us right yeah um when it comes to these situations mm -hmm. bland black woman yeah you know i mean like they're never going to humanize yeah. Emmett Till. Emmett Till. Keep it funky. Four, 14 year old little boy. 
little boy mm-hmm. where grown men did with grown men yeah. Yeah. because of a grown woman, mm-hmm. a little black boy. Mm-hmm. They're never going to humanize us. It's yeah. never going to happen as much as as much as it should. That it's never going to happen. They mm-hmm. never. So you, it, it has to be the responsibility of those who love that person. You know, unfortunately, when they lose someone in this capacity, to humanize their loved one, mm-hmm. um, and and put it out there because the media won't do it. Yeah, they won't do it because they help in the dehumanization of us. They help to keep that narrative going. Yeah, that video that um that we posted was something that his family and friends put together with his skateboard and whatnot um to sh- to humanize him. Now, you were you gonna say something? I just want to add, you know, so and, and yeah, I'm never leaving it up to them to to humanize us. We are human, and that's it. You know, it's no, it's nothing we can put in their hands. They don't have that responsibility. It is what it is. Mm-hmm. I do want to share this with our audience, though, with whoever comes across this video when we when you when it premieres and any time after that in the future, we know that this system is broken in America for black and brown people. We know that. So I want, it doesn't, so at the time of a traffic stop, I don't want to read, I want to reiterate this and it can't be reiterated enough. That's not the time to plead your case or go to court. Get home, young man, get home, young woman. Don't resist, don't run. Don't mm-hmm. do any, and I'm not saying that they're doing anything right by killing us or beating us. I'm saying don't give them the case to fight in court. If they're going to kill you anyway and beat you anyway, let them do it all the way in the wrong, mm-hmm. so that when it goes to court, even if you do die, you're the martyr. If it go goes to court, it will be clear that they were all the way wrong. Now they have a case to fight in court. Chances are they could go to jail, and chances are they could not go to jail. We don't mm-hmm. want to have to play that game. They are wrong. Don't get me wrong. They are wrong. But young man and young woman, get back home to your children. Get back home to your family, to your community, to your friends. Do not. We unfortunately, we can't panic and be scared. If we if we are, we have to contain it and do the best we can to comply. And I know that's hard. It's hard for me. I have a legitimate fear of the police officers in any city that I go in in America as a black man, a legitimate. I realize I, I PTSD is something that most black American men just live with. We are targeted. We are hunted. I, I have two fears, two big fears. I really don't fear much, but two fears aside from God, police officers and unhinged white men. Those are my legitimate two fears in America, because I know that at any point in time, they could bring violence to me. And chances are. Chances are, if I'm trying to combat back, they will be looked at as the one that was right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'll just be wiped off, you know, wiped off here. Some, another another black one gone, you know? Yeah. So, so that's something I just want to continue to reiterate. That's it, you know? Get home. Yeah. And, you know, they and if say- you do feel in danger, if you feel in danger in those type of situations, stand firm and ask for a supervisor because that's your right. Mm-hmm. Stand firm and ask for a supervisor. And if, if you're able to, which is what I try to do if I get pulled over, um, I turn my camera on, on my mm-hmm. phone. Mm-hmm. Um, you can't tell me what to do with my camera. I turn my camera on. I got pulled over in Bordentown, New Jersey. Um, you know what? I ain't going to argue with you. I ain't going to fuss with mm-hmm. people. My, I ain't even got to answer your questions. Guess what? 
I give you what you need. You want my license, my insurance, my registration, all my shit is good. Mm -hmm. I'm going to give you what you need so I can go on my way because all I want to do is go home. Get on. I know you pulled me over for nothing. And I'm going to tell you why. Because all you did was give me a warning. What you pulled me over for then? Mm -hmm. Yeah. What you pulled me over for? So yeah. this, just like Naya said, just, just get home. Get home. That might that might need to that might need to be a Stephen Mark T-shirt. Get home and on the back, don't run, don't resist, don't you know what I mean? Just all these different things that we just don't do. Get home, you know, and and and, and that's the, and that's what we need. So I don't want to keep you know. I know we got other topics, but it just kills me to, to know that he, you know when I saw him run and I know he was scared, but you can't right. you, you you can't run. Well, the think about it. Think, think about it. They said initially he did everything right. He was calm. He asked him why being pulled for. He told him I'm 800 miles from my home. They had the aggression towards him. They's the one that started attacking him. That's when he ran because he didn't he didn't understand what was going on. What what did I do? I no one ever told him what he did wrong. You know, and so I um, get that we can't, but but it ain't gonna work even, out for us. I get that. I get that. Don't even ask. Like don't even ask what you. You can ask you 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 can ask, but if they start to bring violence to you, then you just shut yeah. quiet and comply. Yeah. All all they all because they're technically all they're supposed to do is either they're gonna take you in or they not. You know that's it. You don't just comply. Just comply. Don't don't run. If they bring a violence to you, stay calm in that. Stay peaceful in that, and let them do what they're gonna do. If they're gonna do it violently and wrong, then you will have yeah. a case, but you'll be alive to see that case. That's true. Mm. Well, again, our condolences go to Tyree's son, his family, um, his loved ones, and um, like Nair and everybody would say, get home. Mm. We'll be right back with a couple more hot topics right after this. Yeah. Text you late night when you laying down. Phone start ringing, you don't hear a sound. I've been working all day. I know you working all night. I hope it's not too late. Yeah. I'ma call you anyway, hoping that you're still away. Yeah. I've been thinking about you every day. Text you late night when you laying down. Phone start ringing, you don't hear a sound. I've been working all day. Know you're working all night. I hope it's not too late. Yeah. But I'ma call you anyway, hoping that you're still awake. Yeah. I've been thinking about you every day. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Too late. Too late. Baby, am I too late? Yeah. Baby, am I too late? Yeah. Yeah. Baby, am I too late? Am I too late? To touch you on your very place. Baby, am I too late? Can we pick another day? Can we pick another night? Hit me on a Tuesday. Too late. Every part of your body is like a premonition You give me chills and goosebumps Your beauty a killer, I tell her to do some Yeah But you 
attraction for me, it's beyond sex Whole nother level for me, it's beyond next And if I'm being honest, expression affection just feels odd You call me pet names, the pumpkin, the cutie pie But this hot girl summer got me more icy I can't trust no one, it's not likely No, it's not likely Yeah, but I'm trying, yeah, I'm trying Beautiful for my soul. Let's lose our minds and our clothes. It's hard to fuck with these hoes, cause no one knows what you know. Out of body experience. Love your mind and your body, you serious. Can't even say I love you back, but I got your back. My heart is cracked, so hard for me to act on it. I get this bitch my heart before she turn her back on it. XX heart eat it, she gonna snack on it. Girl turn around and let a nigga smack on it. Girl saying in the past, they smoking that crack. Cause my shoulder get passenger and she gon' ride like a drive-by, no mask. I'm trying to fuck till you cry off your mascara I want your beauty and your beast I want the whole thing, every single last piece I don't wanna keep you home, but I don't want you to sleep alone I don't wanna eat alone when I bring a friend along Text you late night when you laying down Phone start ringing, you don't hear a sound I've been working all day I know you working all night I hope it's not too late yeah. I'ma call you anyway, hoping that you're still awake. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I've been thinking about you every day. Text you late night when you laying down. Phone start ringing, you don't hear a sound. I've been working all day. I know you're working all night. I hope it's not too late. Yeah. But I'ma call you anyway, hoping that you're still awake. I've been thinking about you every day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Too late, too late. Baby, am I too late? Yeah. Baby, am I too late? Yeah, yeah. Put your legs in B-Signs Make your body sweat Throw that booty bright Send that big hit text And I can be your Mr.
Welcome back to the Stephen Knight Show. I want to remind you all over social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and of course, our official website, StephenKnightShow.com. And you can also subscribe to us and comment on our YouTube channel, Stephen Knight Show. All right, guys, well, Lori Harvey is cozy up with uh, Damson Idris. Uh, Michael B. Jordan was jokingly speaking about the split from the 26-year-old. He acknowledged the split during his SNL uh, monologue by proclaiming that he had recently gone through the very first public breakup. He also went on to share that while getting in shape and is a common goal following a breakup, he had already had been ripped for his role in Creed 3, which he directed. He said, most people in a breakup are like, I'm going to get in better shape, but I was already in Creed shape. So as a result, he uh, decided that he would uh, take on a uh, second language. And then he made, he said in Spanish, um, estoy en Rea, which Rea is a, um, it's a, um date nap a subscription-based date nap for people that are prominent all right so um after announcing that he was looking he was looking for a connection on Rhea, uh he he proceeded to speak on a, a photo of him he was talking about while the news broke he was at a game and he looked upset in the game he said after after the breakup everyone thought i was so broken hearted because when the news came out i was at a basketball game and they caught me looking upset so however he um that the matter that he was just chilling. He said, oh, look, I was just chilling. But the internet decided that I was being sad. Then he made a joke that if you do Google sad Michael Jordan, the memes come up of the basketball player uh, looking sad. So, 
you know, there's everyone saying that Lori Harvey's MVP. They said that she does what she wants to do. She don't explain nothing. She just moves the way she moves. Linda, I ask you, what do you think about Michael B. Jordan making joke about this relationship that everyone's been talking about? Um, and how do you think he did with his monologue? Um, so Michael B. Jordan can do whatever he wants. <laughs> Absolutely whatever he wants. He is not short of women suitors. Right. Um, and um, if I was single, <laughs> I would go on Estoria. <laughs> <laughs> my damn self. But I love right. you. I don't I, I love you. You my you my you my Michael B. Jordan. So um you know I, I I'm happy that he's having fun with it because of course the internet takes it and makes it something that is not. First mm-hmm. of all, let's say this for optics purpose. That man was at a basketball game. You don't know if he betted on that game and he was right. mad because something happened in that right. game. He was just minding his business. He probably wasn't mad. He wasn't even thinking about y'all because he was sitting courtside and y'all was at home looking at him on the computer trying to figure out if he mad over this girl. Mm-hmm. He wasn't thinking about that girl just like she ain't thinking about him. But I will say this. Hmm. For someone who hmm, who uh, she ain't got no job or nothing She's very good at, you know, she's very good at getting these men. And I mean, she's mm. young. She can date whoever yeah. she wants. She can date whoever she wants because the men do it. You know what I mean? I just, you know, somebody said to me, like, who do you think is the black Kim Kardashian? And she was the first one that popped in my head. <laughs> I'm just now, yeah, uh, what do you think about him making a joke of this? Do you think, you know, he's on SNL, names people are watching, why not talk about the, uh, you know, what everyone's saying behind closed door? I mean, this is what he's supposed to do. Either you're going to get, you're going to be the joke or you're going to participate in it and get the laughs. And, yeah. you know, he's getting paid. He's getting paid. Mike, Michael, he ain't mad about nothing. You know, he, he it's all fun for him, I believe. Um and as long as people are checking for something that involves him, he's gonna get, you know, he's gonna get the hits, and he's gonna find a way to make some money out of it. His pro, his pers- his pro, his celebrity profile is just as high as ever. He's killing it on the film screen. Um, so you know, he ain't upset about nothing. I, th- yeah. I think it's all fun, yeah. And Chike, typically when we find out a celebrity broke up, they probably broke up months ago. We just find out about it. Um, yeah. What do you think about uh, him making light of the breakup? So I'm going to I'm going to take a piece of what Nair said and I'm going to apply some other stuff to it. He has a movie, his first directorial feature film coming out. Yeah, he has to go on campaign in a commercial. What better way to humanize himself than to own this social media stuff that's going on that he knows already has an audience? Yeah. Why not? Brilliant. Brilliant. He's he's spun. And um, by the way, he has been seen with something Spanish on his arm. So uh, the site, I guess, has been working for him. Don't leave the sisters, Mike. It wasn't our fault. <laughs> I, I, I'm sorry to say, I, I'm just going to say this real quick. That's kind of sort of what happens. 
That's the pattern. Well, well, when they black, they black, they black too. This is true. This is they true. I'm in agreement with that. You know, but you know, <laughs> I mean, it's not the same. It's not the same, El Boogie. But you nah, know, you know, <laughs> Mike. I know plenty of sisters that know Spanish. <laughs> Estoria. <laughs> All right, well, good morning, America. Co-host TJ Holmes and Amy Robach are officially done with ABC News and what inside uh, sources are calling a witch hunt, according to TMZ. Sources close to the network said that ABC and the GMA3 co- uh, anchors have severed ties and both have received payouts for their contracts. The decision allegedly came following a marathon mediation session Thursday. Now, the mediation process was extremely cautious with ABC brass uh, accusing Holmes and Robach of several forms of misconduct. One report accusation that the Robach had liquor in her dressing room, which ABC officials called a violation of policy. Another alleged that accusations was that Robach went to a college football national championship game last year and came to work drunk the next day. One source called that insane, adding that she was simply tired, while another characterized the situation as a witch hunt. Another source close to the situation called the accusations ridiculous, adding that several of the bottles had been sent from senior ABC News executives. The source went on to say that those executives had similarly similarly gifted liquor to other on-air talent, making the accusations seem as if they were justifying getting rid of her. Now, during Thursday's mediation, Tim's reports that the company brass uh, had it had made it clear that the two did not go about their romance appropriately and waited too long to disclose to ABC execs. Their behavior is set also uncomfortable uh, for many staffers, the network um, reportedly said. Mediation is far from over. However, both sides continue to negotiate Holmes and Robach's exit from ABC. Now, the move marks a complete 180 from the network's initial response to the workplace uh, scandal, with ABC originally standing by the GMA co-hosts, claimed that they never broke any rules. Now, the pair uh, were relieved on their on-air duties shortly thereafter in an effort to uh, quell the media storm their affair drug up during the company. It was December 2nd was the last time they were on air together, um, but they were seen holding hands and romantic situations, kissing um, since then. Now, they said, we don't know, TMZ saying, we don't know if the two, where the career will go um, moving forward, but sources claim they remain a united front throughout the scandal. Chike, so ABC is singing to a different tune now. Initially, they were standing behind their people. Now, they got to go. What are your thoughts? So I look at this as a... uh... I got the goods on you. You got the goods on me situation. So let's just <laughs> call this a draw because I don't really think that they wanted to stay. I think they wanted the, the payout. I think they wanted the money. Why would you have one of the top jobs in media and let your little nasty habits ruin your career? because you've been able to do it for so long and no one was saying anything. It's been going on. No one said anything. Mm-hmm. And then the brouhaha broke out and then now all of a sudden, oh, we have to do something. They been knew them people was messing around. Mm-hmm. She's a nasty ass and so is he. Sorry. <laughs> Both uh, of them 
Both of them have the spouses that they're with now because they got them from somebody else. That was just the mode of how they operate. They're two peas in a pod. They deserve each other. I hope that they take their cash money and go do something fantastic. Thank you for not being on morning news anymore. And Lania, it was said that TJ Holmes was having another affair. I'm not saying it during the same time, but with another staffer who was a lot younger um, and that when it was brought to Roblox's attention, she had no clue and felt blindsided by. Um, what are your thoughts on them being released but being paid throughout their contract? <laughs> yeah, Listen. That man been sticking his thing and things for the longest time. Amy ain't been the only one. Right. Uh, neither was the little one, the little I don't, the one. Listen, it was, it was, it was a it was several of them he had been tinkering with. So she just so happened to be the big dog because the rest of them were lower level. Mm-hmm. So they were subordinates. So, and they had been talking amongst each other about him. That's why Amy became interested. She had heard about the Dizzle. That's why. <laughs> the Dizzle. And then they started going away together, you know, doing these stories and, you know, you going away, little, little drinking drink, little, little, little glossy look in your eyes and stuff like that. And they get all foggy and stuff. Listen, you have got to be about the two dumbest people I've ever seen in my life where you mess up your bag like that. I know they about to get paid. I know they about to get paid. But Long term. You're, Long. you're tainted. Now, Fox News may take you, but you're still tainted. Good luck and God bless. And uh, now, now, what are your thoughts on uh, them it being allegedly disclosed in mediation that they're pretty much saying she has a drinking problem? <laughs> um, was that throwing fuel on the fire uh, for them? Or what are your thoughts on that? maybe maybe that was the attempt but all this can be spun off you know i think so yeah they may be on 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 local news or on news but uh i think now they just may have new career options yeah i'm sure they they have managers and agents and all of these people who can figure out how to keep them employed you you lose one bag they'll, they'll be four or five more that'll pop up especially when you're famous or when you have some sort of a celebrity profile for something, you know, look at Kim K, how far she's taking it, you know. Oh, this, I don't think this is, this ain't, this is the start of something good, you know, right. for, them, for real. Right. You know, now, now they don't have to be so, you know, boxed in. Yeah. We'll see, we'll, we'll see where we hear about them later. We yeah. know that they're both not good at marriage. Might not be good at, yeah, it might, might not be good at marriage, but they, they probably gonna have them checks coming in. You might see them on OnlyFans or something. Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right, well, a New Jersey police arrested a 29-year-old woman after she posed <laughs> as a high school student and attended classes for four days. Official charge the woman identified, her last name is Shin, uh, with providing a false government document according to the New Brunswick Today. Uh, Shin enrolled in New Brunswick High School 
using a fake birth certificate during the week of January 16th. However, it was unclear if uh, she first arrived at school alone. But the 29-year-old reportedly raised suspicion after claiming to be 15 years old, but the district couldn't confirm the identity of her parent or guardian. As authorities questioned Chen uh, on the fourth day, she allegedly asked to sign herself out of school for New Brunswick, New Brunswick today. But authorities denied her request because they thought she was underage. That's when she revealed that she was 29. According to CBS New York, Chen attended a few classes and made text attempts to hang out with a few students after school, outside of school. Um, after that time, police haven't revealed Chen's motive, motives for opposing as a high school student. However, parents, students, and community members are concerned that she was attempting to lure students into sex worker trafficking. Now, school officials addressed her enrollment um, at the Board of Education meetings on January 24th. Superintendent uh, Dr. Aubrey Johnson called the incident unfortunate. He said that Chen had been uh, barred from entering the school district property and students who interacted with her, they've been asked to cease all communication remotely or in person. Chike, how does a 29 year old enroll as a 15 year old at high school? I don't even know what to say about that. That's insanity. Like anything that they have for her to get, they should give it to her. You don't mess with people's kids. You don't mess with people's kids. And then what was your purpose in being there? Right. And that's their concern. And obviously she has a gift. She must look young. Why can't you use your gifts for <laughs> other goods? I mean, you look like a high schooler. You should work that. Not in a crime though. He was trying to work it. Not in a crime. Yeah. yeah. They need to give her whatever she's going to get. And now, yeah, what are your thoughts on this? I'm still dying with well, a couple of things. Now I'm dying from Chike. I'm dying from El Boogie. When I said OnlyFans, she said, ew. And then you went on to the next story. <laughs> and then Chike said, you know, you should you work that, but not in the crime. You know? <laughs> That's what she was but, trying uh, to work it. She's trying to work it. You know, yeah, I, I was trying to figure out the same thing. What was her motive? I guess everyone's trying to figure that out. And it, it would be interesting to discover that. And it looks like she was getting away with it. It's like she she didn't, no one knew how old she was until she said it. <laughs> when she got Golden. frustrated that they wouldn't, yeah, you know, check her, let her check her stuff out. But uh, that that does make me wonder, you know, what, what was she, was she just trying to really learn some things or uh, was it the sex trafficking or something worse? You know, I'm, I'm, I'm very curious about that. Uh, but I did see a picture of her. She did look pretty young. She did look pretty young. Mm. She looked like a small, petite woman, Asian woman, I think, uh, that could easily pass as a teenager. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And wasn't it scarily near the fact that she had actually reached out to kids about hanging out outside of school? <laughs> so my first question, because I feel like the statement from the school was a bunch of BS. Right. Because the statement says the student requesting admission without being able to prove their identity must be provisionally admitted to the school no if you can't prove first of all how you come in and say i want to go to school and you ain't got no parent with you <laughs> i'm just trying to figure out how that part happens yeah you yeah. have no adult with you when you go to say i want to i'm so i'm going by myself 
to enroll in school. The only way that that can happen is unless you're emancipated right. by the courts. Mm-hmm. So that provision, y'all might want to change that like ASAP because now that's a portal for other people. And I would say that maybe it was probably on the track of possibly some form of uh, sex trafficking. And you know, she wasn't working alone. Right. She, yeah. she didn't just think of that to do that on her own. That's mm-hmm. not who just said, I won't go to school. Right. <laughs> right. High school. Yeah. Like, I want to go to school and then I'm about to, and, and you had only been there a couple of days. So you got people's, you got kids, no, not people, children's phone because everybody under 18. You got people's children's phone numbers under the guise to hang out for what? And they just met you. You had only been there for a couple of days. Right. So the school, the the um the school dropped the ball, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and as a parent, you know, I would be raising all kinds of cane at somebody's school board meeting. Um, and that's something that a lot of black parents don't go to. Y'all want something better for your children? Go to them school board meetings yeah, and learn all kinds yeah. of pain in hell. Because mm-hmm. that's what the mother people do. They be on it at them mm-hmm. school board meetings. They be giving them, them people on the school board council all kinds of hell. You hear yeah. me? Yeah. So they dropped the ball. Where was that? New Brunswick? New Brunswick? Yeah, that is too close to home. <laughs> Well, listen, our last story, real quick, I wanted to say this off memory. So there's a there was a um, school in um, Louisiana. They had a staffing agency who helps out for substitutes, like when a person can't, you know, has to miss work. And so they hired a temporary uh, cafeteria worker. Turns out she was selling edibles from the cafeteria. One of the students, they have an app on their phone. I guess they encourage the students to download where they can report, you know, malicious activity. And they turned her in and she was arrested. Uh, since you already going, what do you think about this? Who was she selling to? The kids. The, the children? Yes. She was selling to the children? Yes. Yes. Who are these people? Right. <laughs> Who are these people? I'm just trying to be. What in your mind says, you know what? When I get up for work today, they sending me to the school. You know what I'm doing? I'm going ahead and put these edibles together. I'm selling brownies. Brownies she made. They're brownies. I'm going to sell them to the children. So I am. You know what? Please move on to somebody else. And listen, it's it might have worked because she gave, she's in a cafeteria, she's selling brownies, <laughs> but the one student turned her in. What are your thoughts? She's not even supposed to be doing that. Like that. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I, a little earlier, I, I asked for a lighter second segment, right? You got it. I'm not getting that. No, because okay. what, what the thought that I'm having is school is the worst damn place to be yeah. in this damn country. Mm-hmm. I, want, I, I really want to cuss. I really, really want to cuss. I really want to cuss. 
I'm thinking about me being in fourth grade or being in middle school, ninth grade in school, and how I was secure and safe. Yeah. Yeah. And I think about these kids, you got people running in, pretending they're somebody else, getting your information. You thinking you got a new friend, but this is a whole creep. Right. I want your parents. Some woman coming in, bringing drugs, selling it in the cafeteria, getting me high. I could, I could eat it and not even know. I could have not had an edible before, and trip the hell out and have a a, yep. a manic episode. Yep. Yep. Or I'm gonna get shot in the back trying to go to my locker. Hmm? Yeah. <laughs> like this is serious. Like it's it crazy. is. It is. I'm School sorry. I'm just it's it, it upsets me. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Naya, what are your thoughts on all this? Our school uh opportunist. Sounds like she she knows the first rules of business. Location, 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 you know. <laughs> no, no, I'm saying that's a terrible trick. That is terrible, Naya. I'm saying, saying, after she goes to jail, somebody needs to give her a sales or a marketing job because she knows, (laughs) she knows the basics. You know, we just got to get her in the right demographic. You know, that's and she was double dipping. She was getting a check from the board of education and the cash. She said, "This." (laughs) She said, "This is commission." (laughs) <laughs> so she's clearly she's clearly business savvy she just, right. she just gotta adjust adjust her moral compass a bit <laughs> should have seen her mugshot though oh. <laughs> definitely, she definitely like she could do it <laughs> <laughs> well listen Lania, Naya, thank you so much for the conversation tonight I'll see your movie oh, reviews I'm sorry 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 can I say one more thing before we leave, before we yeah. close out? Um, Aunt Hattie Mae makes pillows. This is Lania's aunt. She made me a pillow. Oh. She's, going to, oh, wow. she's going to start making them for sale. So we'll keep That's you in nice. the loop. Thank you, Aunt Hattie Mae. Absolutely. That's really Alan nice. runs off to that family. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, we'll be right back after this. Loving me wrong, I'm tired, I'm tired, and I'm moving on. You feel me, you feel me, no, I'm like a bum. Stop loving me, loving me, loving me wrong. Why you keep, why you keep loving me wrong? I'm tired, I'm tired, and I'm moving on. You feel me, you feel me, no, I'm like a bum. Stop loving me, loving me, loving me. I was with you, but living a lie. I was giving you, giving you life. You were loving me wrong for a while. Feeling my head and feeling my tank Ain't I was so dumb to stay in the fins Cause I was so lost and stuck in your maze Stuck in the sex, was stuck in the love I let you dishonor my name and my love I let you dishonor my pride like a fool Denying myself just so I could choose you I was with you but living a lie I was giving you, giving you Me wrong, you're leading me 
running me wrong You're leading me, leading me, leading me on You gotta stop, gotta stop loving me Stop loving me, loving me, loving me wrong You were faking foul and wasted out I can, I will, I won't allow you to change my soul Or change my sound So carry the bed that you slept around You crept around when there's no doubt STDs distributed out You sold me a novel then wrote me out I cannot, I will not, I won't allow you keep Loving me wrong, I'm tired, I'm tired, so I'm moving on. You feel me, you feel me? No, I'm like a bomb. Stop loving me, loving me, loving me wrong. Why you keep, why you keep loving me fake? I've been wrote you off, you're fucking replaced. And this is the end of the song for the fake. Stop loving the ones who will love me. I was wishing for living a lie.
Welcome back to the Stephen A. Show. Adam, how's it going? How's the weather in D.C.? Uh, it's going great, Stephen. The weather is good today, but it's going to get cold later this week. So yeah. enjoyed enjoyed the one almost 60 degree day today. We have that tomorrow, I think, the 60 degree, 60, 50, high 50, 60 on Wednesday, and then uh, cold after that. <laughs> yeah, we're back to the 30s on Thursday, I think, or Wednesday. So, yeah. Yeah, well, you know. Well, what's going on? I'll let you all take it away with movie views. Sure thing. So, you know, y'all mentioned last week Oscar nominations. And of course, the next day we got the nominations in. Uh, and so what I did is I decided to, you know, as I try to do, catch up on all the at least best picture nominations. Um, a lot of good ones this year. First of all, you know, All Quiet on the Western Front, Avatar, Banshees of Isherin, Elvis, Everything Everywhere, Tableman's Tar, Top Gun. Triangle Sadness and Women Talking. So I've seen a few of these. I've seen everything, everywhere, all at once. I've seen Elvis. I've seen the Banshees of Ishran. I have not seen anything else. So what I've watched over the weekend was All Quiet on the Western Front. And this is a movie that's on Netflix. So if you want to watch, you can watch it now. It's based on a book released in 1929. And there was actually a movie that came out in 1930 that won Best Picture, and it follows the story of a young German soldier that signs up or enlists during World War One to fight on the Western Front, which is the kind of the battle lines where the trenches are uh, between Germany and France. And it goes into kind of the horrors of going into war, he loses friends, uh, and kind of what war does to someone, especially World War One, where they're disillusioned by this hope and promise of being a hero going into war and really what happens, what it does to a person. So uh, I liked it. It's good. I will warn you, it's two and a half hours. It's also a movie you have to be in the mood for. You know, again, this is not a happy movie. This is full on war. But it's wonderfully shot. It's wonderfully presented. And there's a reason the original movie uh, won Best Picture when it came out. And the book is highly regarded. So um, definitely check it out if you're in that mood and you want to see a war movie. That being said, I think, you know, this is the first time it's kind of pulled up on a lot of the award ceremonies. Uh, you know, there's a few other ones that it pulled up on as well. This one, I don't think will be our best picture winner. Uh, you know, I have a couple thoughts of what I've seen so far that will win or I would like to win, but uh, irregardless, uh, regardless, it's, it's good to check out. It's well earning of that best picture nomination. Good. Uh, can I ask a question? Um, Adam, they were talking about um, when they're talking about big best picture, you know, I think there were 10 nominees. Mm -hmm. um, they were wondering why they were saying they were asking why was Top Gun and Black Panther movies like those that obviously drew in billions and all that did not get nominated. What are your thoughts around that? You and TK? So I guess, uh, you know, I, we, I've, we've said this before on the show around this time. It's all marketing. It's all how you pitch yourself. Studios choose what movies they want to put in front of the Oscar, uh, you know, the Oscar committee to watch and how they want to market it. So there's a big uh, component. That's a big component to it. You know, if your studio only has three movies that they want to pitch for a marketing budget to go to the Oscars, they're going to have to pick wisely. I don't know if that's what happened, you know, with the movies you mentioned, you know, Top Gun is uh, one of the nominations, but I'm sorry. 
why Tom Cruise wasn't one of the top uh, best actors. I think that was for that, for that movie. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, that, that helps. That clears it up. But yeah, again, I think it's yeah. all part of the, the campaigning, the marketing, the, you know, getting your your movie, your actors out there and choosing who you want. I thought it was interesting, like Banshees of Isherin, which uh, you know, it was a good movie and it's uh, I enjoyed it a lot, but it had a lot of nominations. So I think there's just kind of the, the way of marketing it. That being said, I haven't seen Top Gun Maverick. I'm sh- I don't know if it's Tom Cruise's best performance, so I don't know if it even warrants a nomination. Yeah, they were saying because of the fact that he taught the people how to fly the planes, he um, he um, you know drew in so many people you know to the box office. They're saying he deserves it, but it's interesting your take, Chicken. What's your take on that? So it's always been my understanding that that the academy is kind of hoity-toity or or used to be hoity-toity on their thinking when it came to um uh, acting performance as as it relates to actors and certain films just did not used to fall in the purview of the academy like your action films or horror films they didn't fall in the purview you had to be a drama or dramedy that I guess even back then, the dramedy wasn't a term. It, it would just happen to be a drama that had funny moments in it. Mm-hmm. Um, and those were the focus. But I see that those lines are starting to bend. They're starting to change. And um, some of these other movies are fighting for a right to be, you know, looked at in a different way. And like I brought up, you know, before, if you have an actor acting in a film and their acting performance is done off a green screen and they're looking at a tennis ball and they're giving this dramatic performance that doesn't deserve some type of an award. Right, right. You know, that's that's still acting. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you have to look at it in its totality. And yeah. then other things, you know, you get awards for like cinematography and um, mm-hmm. best uh, illustration, direction, you know, all the other stuff. Yeah. I was disappointed. Uh, Viola Davis wasn't nominated for um, Best Actress for Women King, um, but I was shocked to know that Jamie Lee Curtis. This is her first nomination. Uh, you yeah. know, that's, that's but think, awesome. think about all the movies that Jamie Lee Curtis used to be in. I know, but her, she's a legend. Yeah, yeah, it's interesting. She's a legend for a reason. <laughs> yeah, but I am glad that Angela Bass. I think she's going to take it home. I'm glad she was nominated. It's yeah. her second nomination. All right, what'd you see, Chica? Oh, I saw you people. Um, you did see it. Oh yeah, the yeah. one with um, Eddie Murphy and Eddie Julia Murphy, Dreyfus. Neil yeah. Long, yeah. So it's Eddie Murphy, Neil Long, Laura London, Jonah Hill, Julia oh, Louise yeah. Dreyfus, David Duchovny, uh, like packed, studded stars, yes. stars yeah. beyond stars. It was so great to see Laura London. It, it was yeah. so great to see her. It was her first um, role since her pencil uh, yeah. um, passed. Yeah. So, don't at me. I, I just don't think it was that great. It it was it was good. It was entertaining. And and understand, Stephen. Close your mouth. Understand. Oh, understand where I'm coming from with this. I'm trying you to have Eddie Murphy, Jonah Hill, Nia Long, Laura London, Julia Louise Dreyfus. Eddie Murphy and Julia Louise Dreyfus alone from Saturday Night Live. Like and who was the alone. dad? Who played the dad? David Duchovny. Yeah, David yeah. Duchovny. You yeah. have all these heavy hitters in this film. It to me, in my opinion, it should have been better. 
it should have been better. It, I, I wanted more. I didn't get the last that I wanted. It was okay. It was good. Situational comedy. Ha ha ha. It was funny. There was a couple of times I laughed out loud, but I didn't <laughs> laugh like Eddie Murphy, Julie Louise Dreyfus, David Duchovny. Like it wasn't. Oh, it up. That's what oh, I, I heard. I mean, it's only got like 45% on Rotten Tomatoes, which, no. you know, isn't always the baseline, but I've heard it was, it was a big whiff. Uh, what? I know. That that's just what I heard. Okay. So first of all, uh, for audience members, as you know, Stephen likes every movie. That's which not is fine. True. It's fine. No, it's true. fine to like That's every movie. True. And that part, that is that not part. true. Or a Netflix movie. This is good. Like I, I'm not. I haven't seen it, but I've I've heard. It was tell you. I knew the movie was coming out, but I didn't know it was coming out on Netflix, right? And so when I saw people were posting it on, you know, over the weekend, and so Saturday I knew I had some time to kill. So I said, "Oh, I'm gonna watch this." Instantly, I was cracking up. So all I posted, mind you, in the first 30 minutes, I posted, this movie is hilarious. My brother commented says, great movie. I literally just finished. And then people were commenting, like, out of all the comments I received, I received a lot of comments on this post. Only one person said they didn't like it. So, but I will say that I did see other people who posted on social media who, who thought it was just okay. I th- Let me tell you, I went from cracking up Towards the end, I got emotional. Start crying. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. That's that's the point, right? If you enjoy yeah. the movie, you can enjoy it. Uh huh. But uh, this is another case. Beware of echo chambers. You know, if you say you like it, and then everyone else on your feed says the same thing, you know, just just look for diversity in, in some of the feedback. There, there was only one person. They said, uh, and she. I'm sorry because I let you get back to your review, but they said. Um, <laughs> Eddie was the only was the only one hilarious to me. The rest was corny and cannot act. What? Oh, wow, wow! I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't right. say that. Right. Uh, it just I just with all of the star power. It's like if you have a Mustang car, right? You're expecting to get in it, slam on that gas, and it's gonna fly. But if you don't have the mechanism to do it, like it's just it just it was the engine that couldn't for me. You have all this horsepower and you've done nothing. And 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 Kenya Barris, like he's a yeah. he's he's the yeah. he's it. It just wasn't there for me. It just wasn't. There were some good lessons so in some proud. good situations, but it just wasn't. Sorry. Adam, tough crowd. <laughs> tough crowd, yeah. Well, like I said, I haven't seen it, but I wasn't planning on seeing it after the reviews. But, uh, you know, maybe no, I'll... It was good. It was good. Even I'll recommend it. Was good. I'll recommend it to my mom. I bet she she might like it, so... It was good. It was good. Anyway, go ahead, Chica. Um, And I've watched a, a documentary. It's called uh, The Preppy Murder, uh, Death in Central Park. This uh, documentary was done, I think, in 2019. I had never seen it, but you know, I love my my true crime situations. And uh, this uh, documentary was done about a murder that happened in the 80s in Central Park, where this uh, preppy kid uh, Robert Chambers murdered uh, Jennifer Levin, and they went through the whole timeline of the the murder and the trial. And basically how his image of being a preppy Upper East Side youth was helping him get by and not, well, clog up, I guess, the wheels of justice. And it became like this big case in the court of public opinion. It was really, really big, kind of sort of the stuff that we deal with now with certain cases, like they try to get a narrative out about 
uh, a person so you don't you know believe certain things about them this was like one of the first cases where that happened it was really interesting oh nice to the point where the cops show up at the man's house he has scratches on his face from the the altercation he says that he was playing with his cat and the cat dropped down on him and that's how he, he got the scratches it's horrible but it's definitely a good documentary you should check it out I was thinking about some people, they don't know how to tell a good lie because um, I was texting with a friend today and <laughs> this has nothing to do with what you're talking about, but it has something to do with people not know how to tell a lie. Um, he was saying how he had this coworker, he's coming to work and she had a black eye and she text, she told them that the coworkers, if I can find them, I'm sorry, it was literally today. <laughs> it was something very dramatic, like she fell out the car and all this, stuff. <laughs> you know, it was, it was, was kind of like, you didn't really think this loud, did you? <laughs> but when you're talking about that person, you know, it's like, did you think out the lie? This this is what people come for our quality movie reviews and Steven's uh <laughs> our personal conversations. <laughs> <laughs> Slow decline yeah, into dementia but, is what I was thinking. But yeah, that works too. <laughs> but in, in, in this guy's case, in this uh Robert Chambers case, he didn't know how to lie because it didn't matter whatever he put up, he was always getting out of everything. So he could have wow. said anything. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. And um, that was the last um, thing that I saw. And of course, Mayfair Witches, Last of Us, you know, Last of Us, this last episode was really good. Yeah, was I was really about to good. say that was it's probably the best thing I actually seen. It is definitely yeah. one of the best things I said, best episode so far, which is yeah. crazy because every episode has been yeah. good. But this this one is Steven. Yeah, was- this is a good one. Like it's a standalone almost episode, really. Like you don't even have to really know most of the storyline to like I thought I thought you can enjoy the episode because I was wondering how they were going to do every episode like going from point A to point B like in a video game but these episodes where they can do a whole standalone storyline really uh really make it shine I'm gonna start saying the things you all recommend I don't like just because y'all never like what I like yeah, but the thing is, you're gonna watch it, and you're gonna like it, and then you're gonna be like, "Well, I was say it was sucked. Oh, the acting. Oh, oh. oh uh, we know you can't lie to us." <laughs> Anything coming out of the pipeline? Oh, did you mention something about House Party? Uh, uh, Nair did because he commented on my post about you people, um, and he uh-huh. said that he said he wants to watch it, but um, House Party was pretty good. That's what he said. So I, that I will watch that because I, I do kind of like those type of movies where mm-hmm. it's a, a big adventure with yeah. people in one place. You know, I kind of like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then the only thing for me is Ant-Man in a couple of weeks, I think. We're mm-hmm. finally continuing the, the Marvel movie streak. So hopefully it's a good yeah, one. Yeah, I don't, I don't know why, but I'm not as pressed. I don't know why I'm not. I can't figure it out. But yeah. Yeah, I'll know. probably catch up on my Oscar movies. I, I, you know, I still need to see a bunch of those, but uh, you know, for theater releases, Ant Man is up there. Yeah. Okay. I'm excited. Bel Air is coming back on in February on Peacock. Yeah. So. Well, listen, guys. Thank you as always for letting us know what to spend our time and money on, what not, even if we don't agree. And uh, <laughs> we'll see y'all again next week. Have a good one. Thanks. Right. You too. Right back after this. Yeah, just that soulful shit I be talking about, bro. Facts. P.A. Dre, what up? Let's get to it. Look, 
I'm out west, yelling Jersey like I'm close to home. Was on the block like Moses, this ain't Post Malone. We quoting poems that we never had to plagiarize. Step into Goliath till I bring him down to David's size. A shaking fries, a complimented if you talking beef. Penny per thought is even less when your talk is cheap. These subtleties are befuddled. Nigga, walk with me. Even when I got the pen sealed, they won't sharpen me. They telling tales like these shits are really cautionary. The flow water, but really I be off you fairies. Nothing's arbitrary. I put that on my mama's soul. I'm a man, but for my sisters play my mama's role. And I'm the cold, so don't stress where that diamond is. Watching me maneuver like I'm a strong with the Heimlich is. King of my city, if you ask, but they saying them. The man trying to give me the keys that I gave to him. I played it with and told Lee, I'm talking honest. Plus, I got a few bucks like I'm middle 10 and Giannis. The road was turbulent, I know to be a little bumpy. Johnson, but this rap shit got me living comfy. I get it monthly, like what you in the sentence with? Rap niggas is goofy, they always on some friendly shit. But turn your back and like honor, yeah, they been a dick. Fuck them though, let's appreciate this penmanship. Let's appreciate this penmanship. Yeah. Hey yo, hey yo. One time for all of the soldiers who never folded and did what they were supposed to do. It's only a chosen few that I can show devotion to. It's hard not getting emotional, cause you stayed solid despite everything you was going through. Was the definition to show and prove. Can't believe you're gone, but I know it's true. So I sing your song in a vocal booth. I wanna be close to you, so I pour out some liquor in the cracks of the concrete where the roses bloom. You was my ace since the playground. Dreamt of running this rap shit. Giving the industry a shakedown. Standing at your grave mound. Feeling guilty cause shit's starting to shake now. This ain't at all I was supposed to play out. Just know your memory is well protected. Really aggressive, but when it comes to the similes, I'm well respected. Pouring my soul through a pencil tip. If you listening, then I hope you appreciating the penmanship. Yeah. soul through a pencil tip if you listening then i hope you appreciating the penmanship pc what up let's appreciate this penmanship welcome back to the Stephen knight show aaron everybody is hype about the super bowl I mean, first of all, give us a recap of the uh, championship games this past weekend. All right. So, first off, last week I said Philly, but I think I also said Cincinnati. Okay. So, I got one out of two right. Yeah. Um, Cincinnati was close. It was close. Now, that, um, game, that game was close. The uh, Philly game wasn't that close. Oh, Philly was, yeah. That was, yeah. That, was that was a blowout. Um. I'm happy with both teams. Mm -hmm. um, history is being made. Yes. Got two black quarterbacks. Black first quarterbacks. time both history. So yeah. congrats. We also Never have been. two brothers playing two brothers for the first time. Did you, did you yes, see their Jason mother? Kelsey and Travis Kelsey. You saw their mother, she's going through it because, um, you know, obviously it's a win-win for her, but so she has a jersey of 
her one son's team on the outside and her other son's team on the inside. I was going to say, yeah, yeah, just, yeah, because I think there's, there, there have been moms who have mm-hmm. had, who have went to a, a game where both their sons right. were playing on the opposite teams and they would wear, like, I think I've seen one mom where she had it, like, down the middle and uh-huh. one jersey was one son's and then the other half was the other right. son. So, I've seen yeah. that, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think actually maybe Steph Curry's mom. I think it was Steph Curry's mom, yeah. yeah. Like like that. So yeah, um Mrs. Kelsey, congratulations, man. I'm like, wow. Right. Can't, you can't know, go wrong. You right. It, it, it's a win. I it's saw a, someone said that the the person that should win the uh Super Bowl was her uterus. Because <laughs> <laughs> she gave birth. No <laughs> comment. Hey. NFL stars, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah. I, you, you can't, you know. Congratulations. And it was a woman that said it too. It was a woman that oh, said so, it. Okay, that's the real M M MVP. You're right, right, the right. True MVP. Yes, yeah. absolutely, absolutely. So what? And, did and you also, oh, okay. oh, let's say I just wanted to also mention that um, Coach Reed, Kansas City's coach, mm-hmm. you know that he's the coach Philly. Yeah. So it's yeah. gonna be, you know. Interesting seeing him, you know, of course, coaching his current team, but also playing against his former team. So, yeah, there's just a, a lot of really neat, you know, little kind of sub subplots going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's going to be an exciting game. Um, and, you know, they've added to the performers. We have Babyface now and Shirley, uh, Shirley R- Ralph. Um, they're yeah. both performing. She's singing um, Lift Every Voice and Sing. And I think he's doing um, God Bless America or something like that. But oh, yeah. So, yeah. Nice, nice. Classy. Yeah, classy. And I can't think of his name. Chris, somebody. He's the one that sings um, Tennessee Whiskey. Chris he's Stapleton. Stapleton. Stapleton, yeah. He's doing the national anthem. Yeah. Oh, that's my dude. Yes. Yeah, yes. He can oh, say this going to be fire. Yeah. You yeah. got it. Yeah, this game, listen, I was, I was talking. You know my best friend, Ty. I was talking to him. I said, we got to find us some kind of party to go to. Some kind of party to go to. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, no. this is going to be off the chain, off the hook, off the yeah. meter, off the scale. So who that. are you? Who's going to win? Who Who do you have? I got Philly. I want Philly to win because I want Jalen to win. Um, yeah. Patrick got his. Yeah, Patrick. Patrick. You know what I'm saying, Patrick. You are an amazing quarterback. We are no future Hall of Famer. We got that court. Can't deny that. Because he when he hurt and, and he still played. Um, he was hurt. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Um. So, but I just wanted to. Hey, I, I just you know, I Jalen, Jalen. I just want Jalen, and I also really like. I like both teams' defenses. Okay. But there's something about Philly's defense that I'm just really just gravitated more to like their yeah. defense is just um phenomenal to me so yeah I got Philly so yeah Philly congratulations Kansas City <laughs> no it's actually about- no like, again my my predictions have have gotten better I, I was talking about you because they asked me I'm at work if I had any predictions I said well you know, on my podcast, uh, we have our sports our sports um, contributor, and he always says, whoever he predicts, the other person wins. They were cracking up. 
So yeah, wait. So I have the Eagles winning. Congratulations, Kansas City. Kansas City. Right, right, right. Yeah, but but I'm telling you, it's it's gotten better a little bit. Yeah, no, you have, you have. Yeah, 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 So yeah, um, it's it's going to be a great game, Rihanna. I'm hoping that she's just going to turn it. Which she is. She's going to yeah. turn it. Um, this whole Beyonce Rihanna stuff, which really, well, you, you know, know I, I think that Stephen A. Smith, I thought about this other today. He gave her, he kind of gave her a gift by putting that out there that she's no Beyonce, because what it is going to allow her to step her game up even more. I'm sure she's going to have a great performance anyway, but uh, but now she has something to prove. It's kind of like that kind of competition within yourself. You know what I mean? To put on a great show. And I think that's gonna that's gonna benefit her. That you think that it's it's gonna light some fire up in oh, her? Oh yeah, just because she, she wanted to prove everybody it. wrong. Because you know, prior to all this, Rihanna, what you gonna kill? What you gonna kill? And then Stephen A. Smith comes out here with his comments. I don't know. She's probably like, okay, I'm gonna show him. I'm gonna show okay, him. Look, if she, because I I don't think from what I'm I don't know if she's a dancer per se. I don't think Rihanna's a dancer. You know, she, she does bare minimum dancing. Like she she'll, do, yeah. like, she'll dance with the dancers, you know. She has dancers with her, but yeah. yeah. But she, yeah. And she'll she do like the one step, two step, whatever. Yeah. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah. But she ain't doing the Beyonce. Uh, uh, no, nah, she ain't doing no single oh, ladies. Like, okay, she ain't doing nah. that. Okay. Nah, she ain't doing okay. that. Okay. But, but I'm sure it's going to put on a great show. And listen, one thing yeah. with Rihanna, Rihanna has hits. She has hits. She has more. She's tied with the number of hits of Stevie Wonder. She is. I'm telling you, the woman hits. Yes, yeah. hits. Yeah. Number one hits. On top of that, like yeah. she's just she stacks them. She, yeah. Rihanna is just she's phenomenal. I mean, yeah. she's just. And what I also appreciate about her is how she's worked on her craft. Because yeah. let's 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 keep it real. I mean, whenever she first came onto the scene, you know, the focus was a little upon the replay. But, you know, them, although yeah. that was my workout song, that was my workout right. song. That yeah. beat drop. <laughs> yeah, you know, it, it was she was a vibe. You know, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. cool, cool, cool. But then it seemed like every album, her vocals right. have just gotten better and better. Yeah. And she's a and really her style. Good singer. Her style is crazy. Yeah, her style is phenomenal. Yeah. But she actually is a is a really talented singer. She really yeah. has her live performances. She's yeah. really good. Yeah. yeah. So we're gonna see. We got what two weeks, and then we're gonna yeah. see what happens. Yeah. And uh, yeah, Aaron. Listen, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with you this year. The Eagles, 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 Eagles. I was texting a friend of mine yesterday, this is during the championship. He said, Go Eagles. I said, Go Eagles. Go Eagles. Go right. Eagles. Yes, yes, yes. Can you do the the single ladies dance? You know, like, I can't. Doing, like the, right. uh, 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 I just can't. <laughs> I'm Rihanna. I just stand there. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay, Rod. Before we go, hold on, hold on. Okay. Can you name. Three Beyonce songs and three Rihanna songs. Yeah, uh, Beyonce, Single Ladies, If I Were a Boy, um, To the Left, To the Left. Okay, um, Irreplaceable. Replaceable. Okay. Right. And then Rihanna, we have Ponder Replay, we have Umbrella, and we have um, Rude Boy. Okay. All right. You know I'm a music person. You know I know this. I mean, I just got to, you know, I got to make sure you, you know. Oh, yeah. so, out of those three songs that you named from Rihanna, which one do you think she's, she'll most likely 
Definitely Umbrella, because that was a, a huge hit. Um, she probably won't do Pawn the Replay, but she might do Umbrella. Okay, so definitely Umbrella. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Umbrella, and what other song I said? Rue Boy. Said Rue Boy. Yeah, she she'll probably do that, too. She might do Rue Boy. I'm sure it's going to be like a medley, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, a mashup medley, yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. All right, everyone. Well, we appreciate you as always. Oh, Next last, 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 last thing. Okay. Damar Hamlin. I'm happy yeah. that he is he is yes. doing doing well. Yeah. Um, and con- continued success with his yeah. three. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I just had I had. Yeah, he released that six minute video and. Um, I didn't see the whole thing. I saw clips, but it was, and we even have him on post on Instagram on Stephen I show. And it was just good to see him. And, and he said he decided to wait before he spoke out because so much was going on and there was so much, you know, um, love and stuff he was receiving from the fans, his teammates and everything. So he wanted to just take a step back and then address everything, which I think he did in a great way. And, um, and like you said, we're just pulling for his recovery. Absolutely. And um, I don't know if I were him, I play again, but when you have that desire in you, that passion, it's hard mm-hmm. to walk away. So Absolutely. whatever he does, Absolutely. we pray for a safe return. And that, that he Absolutely. Does. And my condolences to Tyree Nichols' family. Yes. Um, you know, I think, you know, just a horrible yeah. situation. But yeah, I definitely had to say that. So Absolutely. All right, Aaron. Well, listen, we're right back after this. Woke up and noticed you weren't there It should be you the one I see when I wake, yeah Playing every moment over in my head Why, tell me why you're not here Speculations don't know what's happened But set up forevers, they became nevers What we doing? What you really want? Speculation. Hearts bleeding. Thought of we before always. That's what you promised. Now you say you don't want it. Is there someone else? Tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me how you feel. What's the
Hey guys, this is Kimmy from Love and Marriage Huntsville, and I'm here on the See the Night Show. Welcome back to the Stephen Knight Show. Our Black-owned business is Zucat Gallery. Now, this is um, it's a, cus a custodian of culture. They call it a custodian culture um, that you pat love down to the little ones. This is artwork for your young kids, Black-owned art. Check them out. Again, it's called Zucat Gallery, and there'll be a link in the bio of this video. But thank you for joining us tonight. Again, our deepest condolences goes out to Tyree uh, Nichols' family, and uh, we'll be back next Monday. Good night.